Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 180 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm talking about why throwing your back out when you sneeze has more to do with how you're moving than how old you are, why core strength should be more than just crunches, and how to build strength that stabilizes your back in every direction. Because I've seen a few memes floating around the internet about how when we were in our 20s, we could do dumb stuff like all the time and never be worried about it. You could sleep on the floor. You could sleep in the back of a car. You could just run around, jump around, never stretch. And you just didn't have to think about it. But now you sleep without your orthopedic pillow and you can't move your head for days or you sneeze and you throw out your back. And I know people are joking, but I just, I can't, I can't because that's simply not true. If you've been here for any period of time, if this is your first episode, buckle in. We're gonna have so much fun together. If you've been here for a while, you know that the human body is super cool and it is really resilient. But I agree, sometimes things are just really confusing and wild. And maybe it's you. Maybe you have hurt yourself doing something that should be harmless, like getting up and down from a chair, sneezing, getting out of the car, And while back pain might seem like something that you have to wait for, like to wait for it to pass from the couch, there are a few things about core strength that are going to help you get stronger and stay out of pain for good. And that's what we're talking about today. Things like intra-abdominal pressure, because when was the last time you thought about intra-abdominal pressure and what it could do for your body? And if you're like, what? I got you. I got you covered for today. So let's talk about abdominal anatomy. Because when I say core, what do you think? Maybe the first thing that comes to mind is the six-pack abs. And if you're like, ha jokes on you, Alex, I don't have a six-pack. Uh, let me just tell you, first of all, that you all, you all, we all, everybody has the muscles of the core. We all have the same muscles. The presence of a six-pack or four-pack depend on a number of factors, including your body composition, your genetics, and the way your fascia is situated. That's all it is. I know I say like, that's all it is. Uh, You have a muscle that runs from the bottom of your rib cage to the front of your pelvis that helps you to do that crunch-like action. We all have it. So if you're like, Alex, core is just six-pack abs. No, it is not. And let's talk about why. Because technically, your core is where your spine, your pelvis, and your hips all come together. So core muscles include everything from your rib cage really to your legs. So muscles like the QL, the quadratus lumborum, which runs in the backside of your body alongside your spine from the bottom of your rib cage to the top of your pelvis. Muscles like the psoas and the iliacus that line the front side of your spine just in front of the QL and come down the front of your spine, down through your pelvis and into your inner thighs. They're hip flexors. And in many people, they're pretty tight. Or the spinal erectors, or my favorite muscle to say, the multifidy, which are spinal stabilizers that run not only between the actual vertebra, but all the way from the base of your skull to your tailbone. 
Muscles like your obliques, both internal and external. We all have them, whether or not you can see them, I promise you. The rectus abdominis, that's that six-pack ab we already talked about that runs from the bottom of your rib cage to the front of your pelvis. These are all core muscles. Also included in this core muscle category is your pelvic floor. Everybody's got a pelvic floor. People who are born with uteruses have a pelvic floor that has holes in it. Everybody has some holes in it. Some people have more holes in it, but we all have a pelvic floor. Okay, that's that's the moral of this story. And also your respiratory diaphragm. That's the dome-shaped muscle that lines the bottom six ribs uh, and is your primary breathing muscle. So all of those layers of myofascial meaning muscles and fascia, allow your spine and hips to move in all of the directions. And not only do they help them to move in all the directions, but in a perfect scenario where everybody knows how to work together and everyone is doing their job, they also help to stabilize your spine, not just in neutral or your best posture, but in all directions. And if you're like, wow, those are some muscles I have never even considered, that's exactly why I wanted to talk about this today. Because how your pelvic floor and respiratory diaphragm work together has a lot to do with not only how you're breathing, but also the good function of your core. And we'll talk more about that in just a minute. Core stability is about more than just contracting muscles. And I know sometimes when I start to talk about all the muscles, you know, we get it in our head like, oh, I could just like keep everything super tight and tense all the time. And that solves the problem. But it's a little bit more simple and also more complex than that. Because there's something called intra-abdominal pressure. This is a pressure that you are able to create within your torso. Um, now, you might be familiar with something called the Valsalva Maneuver, which is a forceful attempt of exhalation against a closed airway, right? You can do this by closing your mouth, pinching your nose, trying to blow air out as if you're blowing up a balloon. Uh, it is references a way to clear your ears. Uh, it's also what probably killed Elvis, if you catch my drift. Right, But when it comes to core strength, especially the kind that keeps your back supported, even when you're sneezing, learning not only how to engage and relax your core muscles, but also how to use pressure, this intra-abdominal pressure, are going to be your best bet. And I'm not just talking about the Valsalva Maneuver. That's not the only way to stabilize your spine. And I put together an entire playlist on YouTube that's all about mobilizing and building core strength from every angle. So I will link to it in the show notes and at aewellness.com slash podcast under this episode, episode 180. But if you have low back pain right now, learning how to strengthen and stabilize your core in neutral is going to be your key to getting back to pain free. And it is way more long lasting than just waiting it out. And if you're like, but how, but how, right? So back to this idea of intra-abdominal pressure, because this is happening to some degree, whether you're thinking about it or not, because every time you breathe, your respiratory diaphragm is moving up and down within your rib cage. So remember, that's a dome-shaped muscle that lines the bottom of your rib cage. When you inhale, the muscle flattens out as it contracts, pressing down into your belly. And when you exhale and it relaxes, it springs back up into its normal dome shape. 
the contraction of the diaphragm is what creates that downward pressure on your abdominal contents when you are actually diaphragmatically or belly breathing. So if your body is super stressed or you've also just like learned a stressful pattern of breathing, you may find that your breath is typically more up in your chest, in which case when it comes to learning how to stabilize your spine and how to stabilize your core, just learning how to breathe into your diaphragm is your first step. So at any point along today's journey that we are taking together, if there is something where you're like, oh, I don't know how to do that, that is where you start, okay? And the reason why learning how to breathe in neutral is so important is because your guts are a big sack of liquid. And I know that sounds kind of like gross and overly simplistic, but imagine a large sack of fluid that doesn't have any air in it, it's just fluid. What happens when you press down from the top? that fluid is going to bulge out and apply pressure at the weakest points within whatever is encasing it. Now, in the human body, in an ideal situation with your posture stacked, so head right over shoulders, shoulders right over ribs, ribs right over hips, hips right over feet. Also, your knees are not hyperextended. They are stacked in between hips and ankles. So when you are stacked like that, the downward pressure of your diaphragm is directed towards your pelvic floor. Now, your pelvic floor is also myofascia. It's muscular tissue. It has connective tissue as well. So that gives it a little bit of stretch that acts as almost like a rebounder or a trampoline to help rebound the diaphragm back to its starting position. So again, if you think of your guts as a big sack of fluid, the diaphragm is the top of it, the pelvic floor is the bottom, and all those other muscles like the obliques and the rectus abdominis and the transverse abdominis, these are all running around the middle, but the top and bottom matters also. So the diaphragm at the top and the pelvic floor at the bottom in an ideal situation work together to simultaneously stretch and strengthen one another. It's like they're playing an endless game of catch and the catch back and forth is that intra-abdominal pressure. Again, this is like overly simplified, but I'm just envisioning anytime I go to a baseball game and the you know players are lined up along, I was gonna say the baseline, I almost forgot what the word was and my husband's gonna be like, wait, what do you mean you don't remember? Uh, right, they're along the baseline, they're throwing the ball back and forth. That's not only warming up their shoulders, but they're helping to strengthen one another. And if one player is throwing way harder than the other every single time, right, that's like, he's doing more work than he necessarily needs to do. We want to balance between the two. And that's exactly the same thing that we want to happen between your diaphragm and your pelvic floor. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. 
As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. Now, I said that was an ideal situation because if your posture is not stacked, if you are slouching, if your ribs are popping forward, if you tend to kind of let your just belly hang forward, then that pressure from each breath, instead of being directed down towards the pelvic floor where it's going to get rebounded back up into neutral, that pressure from each breath is now directed towards the anterior or the front of the abdominal wall. And if you're like, okay, yeah, what's the big deal with that is over time, right? That pressure 20,000 times a day, whether you are thinking about it or not, your diaphragm is contracting and relaxing. Now, instead of, again, directing that pressure down towards a muscular tissue that is designed to stretch and rebound and strengthen, if it's coming forward, what do we have there? Well, you're like, Alex, well, I have muscles. Yes, you do have muscles, but also running right down the center of your abdomen is fascia. It is fascia that can also separate or spread, like is the case with a diastasis recti, which we often see in people during pregnancy, but also can happen in anybody. It's not limited just to pregnancy, even though that's what's most commonly talked about. So when you get yourself stacked in your best posture, and if you're like, holy schmoly, Alex, we were talking about posture again. Yes, I'm never going to stop talking about posture because it truly, truly, truly is the key to getting out of pain. And what you do for your mobility plan to keep yourself out of pain is figure out where am I restricted in my posture and where do I need to be stronger, right? Where is there too much tension? Where is there not enough tension? And like, that's literally it. And again, overly simplified, but when you understand that that's like the through line of what we're doing, it can make wrapping your brain around it a lot easier. So again, when you are stacked, not only is there more balance in the length tension relationship of all the muscles in your abdomen, right? Again, if you think of that kind of, you know, abdomen forward, ribs forward position, you can feel your back is in a shortened position. It's contracted. And then those muscles in the front of your abdomen are going to have to withstand the pressure of your diaphragm all day long. You want to be stacked so that all of the tissues of the core, again, everything from top to bottom, inside to outside, can participate in supporting you instead of creating tension as a fake means of support. Your lower back may be tight and in some case, you know, seemingly more quote unquote fragile. I'm using air quotes here because like you are not fragile by any means. But if you're like, man, I sneezed. And everything hurt. Well, what is a sneeze? A sneeze is a forceful involuntary exhalation. So if the core muscles are really quickly, very fast contracting and you are not in your best position or those tissues are just not used to contracting in any position and now they're being asked to contract, that may potentially set you up for a back spasm or what some people call throwing out your back. So it's not that sneezing is bad and like we should never sneeze again. And you don't need to be afraid of sneezing as well, right? Just figuring out, okay, how can I get stacked? Where am I restricted or having difficulty getting in my best posture because my hip flexors are tight or my shoulders are tight or my chest is tight? Work on that and then strengthen the other areas of your body so that you can hold yourself in your best posture, your best position. 
right? I'm already answering the big question of what do I do? <laughs> because intra-abdominal pressure can cause some issues if the tissues of the spine or the bones themselves are weakened for whatever reason. So hernias are a common one. This is where uh, intestines or other tissues can push through a weakness that develops in the abdominal wall. I also mentioned diastasis recti, same idea, separation or weakening of the fascia between the two halves of your abdominal wall. This can also happen uh, more towards the like hip crease where you get like an inguinal hernia as those tissues thin out and weaken. And this isn't to say that like posture is a cure to all problems. Like I'm not saying that, but for so many of us, that is an easy place to start to kind of clean stuff up and then see what happens, right? Clean it up, start to move better, start to feel better. And then you can decide, okay, what is my next best step now that I have improved these like really foundational pieces? So again, the big question, step by step by step, what do I actually do? Step one is to learn how to stabilize your spine in neutral. And maybe like step 0.5 is learning how to breathe in neutral and how to breathe into your diaphragm and your abdomen. So start there. When I'm working with my mobility assessment clients, this is always where we start. And how do you breathe? How do you stack yourself? Do you know how to find your stack posture? And then do your muscles know how to keep you there? And then we work on that and we build from there. Also, like I mentioned, breathing in that shape of your best position, because if your breath habit is your default posture, you're going to go there every time you breathe and when you're not thinking about it. So even something that seems like way too simple, way too basic to work is practicing breathing while laying on your back. So you're in your best posture, in your best position, so your body can feel what it feels like to be in that neutral shape. Again, check out the core strength playlist that I put together over on YouTube for all of my favorite core strengthening exercises, uh, including the video, How to Find Neutral Spine, which is my starting place for all my clients. So it is available right now for you uh, over on YouTube. I've also incorporated that video into other things as well. So if you're like, wait a minute, I've seen it there too. Yeah, it's because it is that important to what you're doing. So start there. Awareness is the key, okay? So if you are aware of your positioning and you can sense what good posture feels like in your body, then you are more likely to catch it when you're not in that good position. And unfortunately, there is no perfection with this. Hello, friend. My name is Alex. I'm an overachiever perfectionist and I always want to get it right. Uh, you are not going to reach some, you know, pinnacle where you're like, cool, everything's perfect. I don't have to think about this anymore. I think about this all the time. I catch myself with my hips dumping forward, like when I'm at the kitchen uh, or, you know, cooking at the stove or cooking at the sink. And if I'm not paying attention, even here at my desk, my hips will come forward to rest on the edge. And then I'm like, gosh, my back feels really tight. It's literally as simple as just getting myself stacked. And as you develop your awareness, you just keep practicing stabilizing your spine in neutral for all the movements that you do. And if you want more support on this, if you're like, I'm not really sure what that means, or my gosh, my hip flexors are so tight, I can't even get into neutral. This is exactly what I do with clients inside of Movement Mavens and with mobility assessments as well. 
And also for more information on this, check out my conversation with Dr. Sarah Court, physical therapist extraordinaire. Uh, We talked about fitness myths like deadlifts being bad for your back. So that's another episode of the podcast. Also, uh, episodes 152 and 153 are about low back pain. 153 is low back pain and pelvic floor. 152 is hip flexors and low back pain. So if you are one of those people who are like, I sneeze and bad things happen, Go check out all of the resources that I shared today. They are also in the uh, show notes over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And if you're like, holy schmoly, Alex, you just spent, you know, 18 minutes just fire hosing a ton of information at me. Learn how to breathe into your belly in neutral. Start there. And as always, if you need some support with it, that's what I'm here for. So I want to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway? from today's conversation, your biggest like, oh my gosh, I hadn't even realized that. So you can take a screenshot. You can tag me on Instagram. You can leave a review of the podcast with your biggest aha moment on your podcast player of choice. You can find me on Instagram at Hala for Mala. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. You can also call the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. Plus, if you have any questions, you can send me questions in all of those places as well. And don't forget that show notes, the links, everything we talked about today, free downloads, all things podcast related, live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you for taking the time to subscribe. Thank you for taking the time to leave a review if you haven't already. Thank you for taking the time to share this episode with somebody who needs to know. I literally could not do this without you. So I'm super appreciative that you are here, that you are sharing, that you are subscribing, that you keep tuning in and listening you are the bomb.com for reals. So here's asking better questions, moving more of your core and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool. And you, my friend can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.